This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hanabi Lukaisi with Omnia Salah, bringing you Future Talk Home Edition, where we bring you the latest in tech, gadgets, and AI from the comfort and safety of our own home, as it is Future Talk Home Edition. And we're going to be talking about how Apple and Google are showing us what their contact tracing system could look like to combat the spread of COVID-19. We've always seen how many tech companies are definitely working very hard to put an end to COVID-19 and we're going to be giving you the latest on that. But in space, NASA engineers are also trying to adjust to working from home and we're going to be hearing from them what it's like to drive a a Mars rover from home during the pandemic. Yes, indeed, I'm New York, right? And we're also going to be talking about our Tech This Out segment, which is a human Uber that lets you pay someone to live your life for you. Now that is crazy, paying someone to live your life. Now, um, sometimes you do need this. I wish I could pay someone to go to the gym for me. (laughs) Well, you might just be the lucky person to try that out one day because it's definitely working on what we like to call telepresence. So using iPads and other people's identities might just become the new job in the future. In our Gadget of the Day segment, we're going to be talking about Apple's new MacBook Pro that is coming with extra storage and and some magic in their keyboards. What's that all about? You're going to have to stay tuned to find out all about it. And also for our Tech This Out segment, a lot of people right now care about whose temperature is what if you guys are above the 36 Celsius account, so maybe they might have COVID-19. But now we're going to bring you glasses that let you see people's temperature. So now a lot of people won't be as scared when they go out in public. It's definitely coming out of China because we've seen them implement and deploy uh, helmets for police officers to be able to find people's temperatures even if they're standing about five meters away. But glasses are the new thing and we're going to be giving you the latest update on that. However, with COVID-19 and all of us being quarantined, we've definitely been spending a lot of time in the kitchen. From cooking to baking, lots of meals have been done in the kitchen. And with Pulse95, you might just get a chance to win 1,500 dirhams just by simply making your favorite meal. And to compete, all you have to do is hashtag 1500challenge, mention at Pulse95Radio on Instagram, post a video of you cooking your favorite meal or favorite dessert, and you might have the chance to win 1500 dirhams. And by the way, guys, only the Future Talk audience knows a little bit of a hack because yesterday we guys we bought you guys an app that kind of gives you recipes that you can do from home. So we guys are kind of giving you a little bit of advantage on the competition. Yes, indeed. But you also need to make sure that your Instagram account is public so that we can get a chance to see your creations in the kitchen. Also, we're going to be DMing the lucky winner on Thursday. So you still have a few days to get your videos going. You can participate as many times as you want. All you need to do is, as Hani mentioned, tag us on at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram and you might just be the lucky winner. We're going to be taking a short break, but once we come back, we're going to be talking all about Apple and Google and what their contact tracing system is like. So make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. 
Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Around the world, Apple and Google, two big rivals in the tech world, are working together so that they can put an end to the COVID-19 spread. But we've talked about how they were working on contact tracing applications that were supposedly going to come out with their newest iOS and Android update. However, they just provided us with a quick look and a first look at how the public health applications could use the coronavirus contact tracing software that they are both developing. Yes, Omnia, Apple and Google are providing a first look at how public health apps could use the coronavirus contact tracing software that they are jointly developing. Now, rarely you'll see uh, two big tech companies and two rivals in a way because Google does own Android and Apple uh, does own Apple. <laughs> so you'll it's kind of uh, weird to see that these uh, two are joining, but the two tech companies shared a series of images and guidelines for governments and public health authorities to integrate with their contact tracing apps, which include how users will be notified if they have been exposed to someone with the novel coronavirus COVID-19. And they have also laid out some requirements for apps that do use that system, including they will not run any ads and will not collect any location data. And that is very important with free apps, Omnia. Mm. We always go through advertisements, which I do hate, but Apple and Google are developing software that will piggyback on public health apps rather than developing their own. But they did say that many authorities have asked for their help building Mm. those apps. Now, just like I said, Omnia, the longtime rivals who control two of the world's most popular smartphone operating systems did announce last month that they would work together to help governments track the spread of the coronavirus using Bluetooth technology. They will initially develop a feature known as API set to roll out later this month. Now that public health authorities can integrate with apps on the iOS Mm -hmm. or Android systems. Now Apple and Google are looking into ways to eventually notify users whether or not they have been exposed to the virus without needing the app. Now, this is a great initiative about these two long-time rivals joining together and integrating with each other to battle the, the novel coronavirus COVID-19. Yes, indeed. And as you mentioned, Hani, I think the most interesting part about it is that they're not creating their own applications, but rather they're looking into integrating what every country, every health authority in every country, uh, what apps have they created they want to try and make those become a lot more diversified among the citizens of every country. So in their update that they shared, um, they were showing us how every app is going to have a sample code. Now, this sample code could use their contact tracing tools and guidelines to protect every user privacy. And as you mentioned, they're not going to be sharing or using a very precise location data, which is another big worry of many users who have downloaded applications that, you know, uh, have helped with tracing who have you come into contact with uh, if you've been diagnosed with COVID-19. The app that we all know all know right here in the UAE is Al-Husun app or the Trace COVID app. Now, the guidelines that Apple and Google have shared include that the system 
will not be collecting any location data. It will only be using uh, and allowing health authorities to use the information without being monetized. So they're not going to be gaining any monetary uh, value out of this. And it's also going to be requiring our consent as users. Now, these applications will be disabled once contact tracing is no longer needed. So in the world post-COVID-19, these apps will no longer be used. Now, the system that they're creating, which is the API, can also be used by only one application per country. So right here in the UAE, let's say, only Al-Husun app will be using this technology. And this is all to make sure that users' privacy is being maintained. Now, Google and Apple representatives said that the technology will be providing a much more effective option to track how the virus is exposing many people than the traditional contact tracing methods. Since now, nowadays, you know, health officials will typically have to ask every COVID-19 patient who have they come into contact with in the past, let's say, a few days. Yes, Omnia, and to see whether or not they have traveled or not. So uh, kind of knowing your location is very important, but they did state that they will not take any data from those location services. But Omnia, 3D glasses, double headsets, and lock <laughs> drilling. What are NASA engineers doing? Well, NASA engineers are definitely, they're, it's, they're being subjected to a huge learning curve, learning how to drive a Mars rover from home during this pandemic. So just like all of us are right here in the UAE, NASA staff are also currently working from home due to the coronavirus pandemic. And this also includes the team that is currently piloting the Curiosity rover on the surface of Mars. Yes, Omnia, that is correct. But NASA staff is currently working from home, just like you said. And NASA, alongside with alongside many other workplaces, did have to shut its doors during the coronavirus pandemic. But for engineers and scientists working at the Jet Propulsion uh, Laboratory is responsible for driving the Curiosity Mars rover. Now, this meant setting up systems so they can continue to communicate with the rover while all stuck in their homes. Luckily for the rover team, there was already some infrastructure in place because it works with scientists all over the world. So they're kind of used to working remotely and working virtually. So for a, a small degree, there was some teleconferencing uh, functionality already on hand. So they were able to do an experimental test run on March 12, which was five days before NASA actually shut down its offices. However, it did take everyone a few hours so that they can set up all their windows and chats to fit onto their home monitor screens. Um, a lot of people were actually, a lot of NASA employees were complaining a little bit because they said it took them about two to three hours just for them to get used to this new flow and pace of work. However, they've definitely adjusted quite quickly, especially because they're also relying on other forms of technology like their 3D goggles at home. So the Curiosity rover itself is actually equipped with 3D cameras and it was sending 3D images back to its drivers right here on Earth, all the way back in their homes to help work out where it should go next. Now, the team were looking at these images with special high-tech 3D goggles that were flipping which eye is looking at the image at a rate of about 60 times per second. Now, Omnia, what is kind of uh, cr crazy to me is how quick their internet speed is. Now, obviously, uh, the net speed at home in, co in comparison to the net speed at NASA, which I do believe NASA's internet speed should be pretty pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Obviously, they won't have that same net speed at home. So I'm kind of wondering how they'll be controlling that robot in instant time, uh, that that rover actually. But uh, I, I mean, I mean, it's quite interesting how in this is, is, is day and age, I mean, NASA does have this uh, 3D glasses and this whole headset controlling a robot does kind of sound <laughs> like from a Star Wars movie. But, but I like it. I like what NASA is doing. Always, uh, always supporting NASA and their endeavors uh, exploring space. But I always kind of uh, want um, a, a company, uh, not a company, an entity or a government entity to kind of discover the ocean on me because we haven't actually fully explored the ocean true you know what i'm saying so i kind of wonder what uh, what mysteries lie in the ocean hopefully one day uh someone or some company will decide wait let's kind of put space to a pause for a <laughs> second and let's explore the ocean because omnia we know that we haven't explored even 90 percent of the ocean yet and most of earth is actually com- composed of water so it's definitely a pl- it is definitely a place that is waiting for us to explore it but you know what else is waiting for us to explore it human ubers are waiting for us to explore them because we're going to be telling you about how you can pay someone to live your life for you and all you're going to need is a little ipad so make sure you stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95 you're You're listening listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 check this out check Have you ever wanted someone to live your life for you, but not actually live your life when it's good and happy and you're exciting? (laughs) things and moments but those kind of uh, of uh, going to work going getting groceries and i wish someone would uh, go to the gym for me and i would actually uh, benefit from that uh, from that from him or her going to the gym for me but there is something called a human uber that does let you pay someone to live your life for you now a new human uber could let you pay someone to live your life for you. That's as simple as that. You've heard it correct, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Japanese researchers have developed a special screen that can be strapped to a person's face and allow them to live on your behalf by dressing up as you and even having a face shown where yours is usually, and you'll be able to pay someone to go about your life instead. Now, this technology is aimed at allowing someone to live your life for you, wearing your clothes and behaving on your instruction But you, on the other hand, would be able to lounge at home watching events through your laptop and using its camera to communicate with people on your meets. Yes, indeed. Now, this person that is going to be living your life for you is typically called a surrogate. And to do this, to be able to pay someone to live your life for you, the surrogate user is going to be wearing a mask-shaped display that would show, let's say, if you're the one paying, it will show your live face. And it will even have a voice channel that is going to be transmitting your exact voice so it's going to basically be mimicking exactly what you say and following all your directions so you'll basically be controlling a human robot from far away this design is based on a hypothesis that researchers have made that say that any physical and social telepresence can be embodied by a human who imitates the remote user now such telepresence systems have been developed before but they've mostly been mounted on robots for example we've seen let's say pepper the robot being controlled by a researcher you know back at home however Instead of having a robot uh, mimic your personality, now we have a live person that can talk, that can drive around, that can give the feeling of a human being in the office or any other space that it joins over the internet right 
with you. Now, in contrast, this mask that the researchers are using uh, is currently looking like a screen that is car- that's being carried around by a person who can also be dressed the same way as the user might be. So let's say, you know, if we're looking at Mark Zuckerberg, who loves to wear the same exact thing every single day or, you know, variations of it, the live human Uber, Uber can actually get dressed the same way you do yes omnia and kind of when you reminded me of uh, someone who wears the same thing everywhere every day it reminds me of steve jobs uh, when he would wear the same clothes every day and it's kind of weird i mean i mean i don't know how how i like if i was the uber the human uber and i had to wear someone's face or or, or put an ipad on my face or whatever it is and kind of be controlled by someone and kind of i would feel awkward like imagine oh uh, honey you have to go and meet some uh, representatives for uh, whoever and go to that meeting and just sit there and and and, and make hand gestures because obviously that person would be talking person, yeah i i can't i just i'd be like hi and then uh, yeah i'm no, i'm, but I'm, maybe, uh, maybe I'm can... honey's uber for today maybe you but the thing is you'll be speaking to that person so maybe you can have the human uber shake hands let's say with that important person and you'll exactly. just exactly I'm, I'm not not i'm talking about me being that uber i'm talking about oh, me, me okay. being controlled yeah me being controlled New you know job like shaking, shaking that hand you know hey how you doing yeah and it's gonna be weird like because you know in arabic culture omnia we have like let's say for uh the 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 the, the, the what's called the lebanon uh the lebanon uh, culture they mm-hmm. kind of give a one two or three or four kisses oh yeah you know when they when they say hi or the emirati culture khashmak, when oh, they do yes. they, they they say hi and they say salam by uh, kissing not kissing uh heading the t- t- tip of the nose for each other yeah kind of going that khashmak thing is gonna be weird in a way because and 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 in western culture they'll probably shake hands give a hug it depends True. but, but it's kind of like weird weird how you're going to be how, how you're going to be like uh, con- in contact with these people if absolutely. you're that human over absolutely i feel like in the age of corona these human ubers might just become a lot more popular so uh, having someone you know if you don't want to get yourself in in a situation where you're in contact with a lot of people just basically hire another human to do it for you might not be the safest thing but it's definitely a way for many people uh, to make money out of it this week actually at one of the mtech conferences a user tweeted a picture of uh, the same mask that was uh, one human uber was you was using uh, and he was actually meeting people on the behalf of him you know shaking hands with many of uh, tech rivals out there uh, in the market and it's definitely interesting to see how technology has shifted our perspective on what meeting other human fellows will be like it's crazy I mean, it's crazy in the age of corona a lot of uh, inventions and gadgets are coming out the way and uh, i mean speaking of gadgets omnia what is apple doing Apple is launching a new MacBook Pro that is coming with a ton of extra books. Yes, and they're coming with a ton of extra storage and a magic keyboard. What's that all about? So make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk to find out all about it. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. 
Apple just announced the launch of a refreshed version of their MacBook Pro notebook, but this time they're trying to target students and professionals who tend to rely a lot on graphics-heavy devices. So from Photoshop to Illustrator, anyone who is interested in graphic design might just love this new uh, Apple MacBook Pro. But it is coming with new features like extra storage and some magic in their keyboards. Yes, Omni, now Apple is doubling the storage and put some magic in the new MacBook Pro. Now, Apple did announce a refreshed version of its MacBook Pro notebook, or I like to call it the Ultrabook, and it is aimed at users from students to professionals who do rely on heavy graphics, high-performance devices to go about their trade. Now, the new 13-inch MacBook Pro does now come with double the storage compared to its previous generation from the base 256 gig all the way up to the 1TB. Now up to 80% faster graphics performance and had enhanced security and the new Magic Keyboard, which Apple does promise would provide the best typing experience. Now I did kind of speculate on me and there was, I was reading about rumors that the 13 inch would become the 14 inch as they did go from 15 to 16, mm -hmm. but unfortunately they, they didn't do that huge jump. But the Magic Keyboard does adopt the so-called scissor mechanism, which was popular in the industry with its addition to the new MacBook Pro. Now, all models in the Apple's notebook lineup do now have that feature, and it also released a similar accessory for its latest iPad Pro, which was launched recently. Now, the launch does demonstrate Apple's consistent push amid the global coronavirus pandemic, which has disrupted supply and retail channels. Now, for now, Apple's main gateway to sales does remain online as Apple stores outside Greater China do remain mm -hmm. closed. And it does have actually three outlets right here in the UAE. Now, Omnia, we did, we, you and I did talk about how Apple has actually closed its doors yeah. to, uh, to, Any to physical a lot of consumers. Stores. Any physical stores to the consumers. And if you do want something, you can now, if you do want an Apple product, you have to order it online. But the thing is, a lot of people have actually struggled with Apple support because I know many friends who've, let's say, crashed their laptops, broke their phones, and haven't been able to, you know, have any support in regards to where can they send their their broken devices to so that's definitely an issue that i think apple should work on and that hopefully will resolve once their stores reopen but whether you're a college student a developer or even a creative professional the 13 inch macbook pro will definitely deliver for all these users a very powerful performance they have a great retina display which for any designer out there they definitely know the value of a great display and they even have an all-day battery life with these updates the entire macbook pro notebooks uh, are all going to be featuring the magic keyboard so that everyone can have a great typing experience and it's even going to offer twice the standard storage than before so we can definitely count on it to store all of our designs and we definitely know how large uh, editing files can be uh, the raw files take a big amount of the storage and this new macbook pro will be able to support any heavy workload and it's even going to allow all video editors out there to be editing in 4k so it's definitely coming with a lot of new updates that i know many people are going to be very excited to hear about
Yes, Omni and I just opened uh, apple.com, apple.ae, and I kind of went through it and I maximized, maximized, maximized the the, the whole specs and everything. Mm -hmm. And if we go for the full blown out MacBook 13 inch with maximum settings with a two GB, a two TB, sorry, two terabyte SSD storage, it's going to come around 10,500 dollars, which is pretty pricey, but you are getting top of the line, top of the mm -hmm. line uh, specs here. But I mean, let's go all the way to the 8,000. Now I'm gonna put a 2.3 gigahertz, that'll go 32 GB memory of four terabyte storage. Now that is crazy, four terabytes of storage. Wow. I mean, and I can't imagine how much, why would anyone need four terabytes? Some people some people need need, need yeah. these, these things. And it's gonna go up to around 15,000. Now that does remind me of the iMac Pro that if full spec'd out on you, it's gonna mm. go to around 140,000 dirhams. Wow. Now that, that is crazy but some people do need this this power and maximization but I mean uh, I'm always excited for Apple products I wish they weren't as expensive because um, you know I do love my Apple products but True. Uh, unfortunately they are quite pricey and but they do kind of focus on the professionals and the people that do need uh, that power and that reliability because Apple products are reliable oh, when yes. I talk about Apple products let's not a lot of people kind of say the phones and eh, but I'm talking about the MacBooks their their computers their are very reliable and they live for a very long time too but speaking of needs in the day and age that we live in the day and age of corona we all need to have our temperatures checked from helmet checking temperatures to glasses police officers are definitely becoming more decked out with the newest gadgets that are helping all of us check our temperatures remotely so to find out more about it make sure you stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95 this is Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Coronavirus, oh coronavirus. What have you done? to the world because a lot of companies are bringing out gadgets that we've never seen before. I mean, we first start off with seeing uh, the helmet that Charger Police have implemented that can check temperatures from miles away and uh, uh, have facial recognition. The gadget industry is going crazy right now trying to battle COVID-19. But now we're going to be talking about glasses that let you see people's temperature and this comes straight out of china now a chinese startup uh, that does develop augmented reality products for use in manufacturing and gaming now i do love my gaming <laughs> has found a promising growth area in the midst of the global pandemic against corona covid 19 and we're talking about wearable glasses that measure temperatures on the move Yes, indeed. So this Chinese startup actually developed a pair of glasses that can help anyone wearing it screen for symptoms. Now, we all know that the demand in any gadget that can help you check someone's temperature has definitely increased. But specifically in China, the government has been trying to equip their police officers. And even right here in Sharjah, uh, police officers have had, as you mentioned, Hani, these helmets that can check people's temperatures, even if they are about two meters away. So so what this Chinese startup has done is basically create a set of glasses that can do just that. So these glasses can take multiple temperature readings at the same time, which makes them a great gadget to be used by police officers in huge places that 
would typically uh, encompass a lot of people. So we're talking malls, airports, and even parks. Now, one office park in uh, a city in China was actually replacing all the fixed thermometer stands with glasses after many employees started returning back to work and temperature checks became the new normal. So instead of having you know, a queue in front of a temperature checking kiosk, now you can have police officers stand with these glasses and basically look at these people just like they would typically they typically would and have the temperature of them become checked with more new products coming out especially these classes um, they can definitely become a great way to have a contactless temperature measurement become very efficient especially when we're talking about big crowds of people as we are all trying to social distance Yes, Omnia, but these glasses don't look as nice as the as the helmets that Charger Police have implemented. But with more products coming out, especially these glasses, we think we can use them to conduct contactless temperature measurement, which is the most important and main thing. Now, these products are coming out so we can reduce the contact between human to human and do give that six feet uh, distance between each other. Now, uh, the company is called Rokid, and it is not the only Chinese tech startup which is involved in the fight against COVID-19. Now, thermal imaging systems, which were made by face recognition giant since time, have been installed in railway stations across China. Now, China does rely, or mainland China does rely a lot on, on trains to get to point A to B. But the new coronavirus, which was first detected in Wuhan, the capital city of China's central Hubei province, uh, has so far killed a lot of people and infected or nearly 83,000 in mainline China. So mm-hmm. the, the the use of these of this tech is very necessary to combat COVID-19 because you don't you do want to reduce that True. human to human contact. And, and the first yeah. thing yeah, and the first thing that uh, that the authorities do look out, medical professionals, police officers, any anyone who has authority, the first thing they look up to see whether or not if you might have COVID-19 is to check the temperature. So checking the temperature from afar and keeping that social distance is the number one key to kind of reduce the spread of the coronavirus. Yes, indeed. And looking at these uh, glasses, they're being equipped with an infrared sensor and a camera. So it's not just allowing uh, those police officers wearing these glasses to see the person's temperature, but it's also keeping a little bit of a database of the different faces that it's coming across. And in China, ever since these glasses came out, uh, the company was actually able to sell at least about a thousand pairs to governments, uh, parks, owners and schools. So as Wuhan and the rest of China and even right here in the UAE, as we all slowly start to return back to a semi-normal life, equipments and gadgets like these are going to become the new normal and they're going to become very, very much wanted in the market. So we're going to definitely keep you up to date with all that arises in terms of gadgets and temperature checking uh, equipment. Speaking about temperature, Omnia, I hope the users or the viewers or the listeners temperature on the stove is increasingly hot because we do have a competition, which is the 1500 challenge in Omnia. 
Tell them about the 1500 challenge. If you have found yourself cooking and baking a lot more, you might just not want to get rid of this habit because Pulse95 is organizing a 1500 challenge where you will get a chance to win 1500 dirhams for simply posting a video of yourself cooking or baking or making any of your favorite recipes. All you have to do is post that video on your Instagram account that should hopefully be public so that we can get a chance to see it. Make sure you tag at Pulse95 private radio and the more you post the higher is your chance at winning all the winners are going to be shortlisted and will undergo public voting on thursday so you still have a good chance uh, to become the lucky winner and if you are the lucky winner we will be dming you and on instagram so be on the lookout for us Yes, I'm in the 1500 challenge. Hashtag 1500. Mention that Pulse95 radio on Instagram. Let us see what you're cooking. And if the temperature is right, you might just win 1500. We're going to be ending our show today, but we're going to be opening the airwaves for Afternoon Karak with Michaela Atiyah and Aisha Mazmi, who's going to bring you everything you need to know about what's happening in the entertainment, youth, gaming scene. Everything you need to know about urban culture is going to be happening on the Afternoon Karak. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.